Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Stay with a fan for this special program. Hey, baseball fans. The game is over. Welcome to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. After the last pitch, you've made the switch for 17 years. It's time to talk about the game and the team with Tim Allen. Tim Allen's here. What do you got, Tim? We'll hear the highlights. And that one's hit high and deep to right. Suzuki back. Grown man home run by Rowdy Telez. And the Brewers have the lead. We'll hear from the manager and the players. We'll discuss the topics from the fans to the front office. I like Tim's perspective. History is made each and every year. And we're talking about it. 17 years of coverage after each game. Here's your host, Tim Allen. It is a final, and the results are good. Again, from American Family Field, a 6-3 win over the Cincinnati Reds to take game one of this three-game set. And welcome in, everybody. Once again, it is the Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek as we are live here in the Lakeland University studios, the leader in online education. Learn on your terms, lakeland.edu. There's Tim Shea. My name is Tim Allen, and the Brewers get the victory to take game one. And I know what everybody is going to say. It's another you know, bottom feeder victory, and we shouldn't celebrate, and we shouldn't go crazy. And, well, it's another win to make them 16-8 and eight now through the first 24 and they've won seven of their last nine now. And they bounce right back after the loss on Sunday after the off day to, 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 to wipe that thing away. It's a rare kind of situation here lately that the Brewers even lose a game, isn't it? And this pitching, just amazing again. Now, Woody uh, Woodruff today, he really did have good stuff, especially the fastball. I mean, that thing was working and a ton of strikeouts, had 12 total, and it marked the first time in franchise history that three consecutive starts, the starting pitcher has struck out 10 or more batters. First time ever. And I would think that more records like that are going to fall in franchise history with this pitching staff. Woody got his pitch count up with all the strikeouts that's going to happen for sure. One little blemish on Brandon Woodruff, and that was there. It was a call uh, on uh, Tommy Pham. Yeah, of all people, 
Uh, it was a call that he didn't get there, and it sort of put him on tilt a little bit. He's been doing a better job of that, wiping those types of things away, but it used to bother him a lot more, and I think it got to him just a tick today. Outside of that, I mean, he's he was really good. One out short of a uh, quality start. The three earned runs seems kind of crazy. If you followed the game, if you watched the game tonight, seemed kind of crazy that, wow, it was only five, not even a quality start. He gave up three earned runs. Okay, if that's your bad night, if that's sort of a so-so night for one of these starters, we're going to take that all day long. We'll take it all season long. How much how much further can they can they keep this up, the starting rotation? I mean, is it a a good chunk of the year? Is it is it you know, they'll they'll come down to earth a little bit. And I got I gotta admit to you guys, I figured the pitching would come back down a little bit, but still that would still rank them very, very high comparative to other teams and staffs around baseball. But they're not doing that. I mean, if if anything, they're a better uh, pitching staff than last year, which is hard to believe with the Cy Young Award winner and three All Stars in the rotation. It's the other so, guys. It, it, it it's is the, the other, other guys, guys picking up yeah. the slack. I guess that's what no, you yeah. There's say. no question, Tim, because where Woody has a five plus ERA, and we'll check out some of these numbers with the starting rotation. How long can they keep this up in your mind? Because this is crazy good. This is unprecedented in Brewers history for sure. It's unprecedented for some of these pitchers also, so we have to keep that in mind. I, I just I wonder if Brewer fans are waiting for the for the floor to drop. I wonder about that. Because there's been a lot of conversations on this show and others that I've done that they are waiting for the shoe to drop, and that's that. And they'll come back down to earth, and it's, it's, it's the woe is me, doom and gloom. Brewers, oh, they'll never get it done. It's, it's, yeah, don't get too wrapped up into this, Tim. No, no, no. I'm going to get wrapped up into it for sure because this is super cool to see for this organization. How much longer can this pitching staff as a whole? Talking about the starters. We can get on the bullpen uh, some other nights. But in terms of the starting rotation, a performance like this from Brandon Woodruff was like, yeah, line score is five and two-thirds, four hits, three earned runs, no walks, and 12 strikeouts, which is, you know, Again, we're used to maybe six or seven these days, right? And so it's like, yeah, kiss your sister. It's okay. It's, it's not bad. No, it's good. It is good. The Brewers' offense did their thing. Six runs on six hits. A couple of more home runs tonight. You want them to score a little bit better? They can't score every inning. But how much longer can this pitching staff keep this up? Is there an end in sight? I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I have an answer for that. But it, there's every indication that if one drops off a little bit on a given night, that the next two or three in line are going to step up and, and put yourself in a position to win baseball games. And that's all you can ask every single night is a, a, in a position to win the game. 
They've been doing that this year. Now, we're almost 25 games in. Some people say you're not supposed to judge a team until June 1st. Now, I go 25 games. I'm not fully judging this team after 20. Tomorrow's 25. But uh, there are indicators. There are trends. There's enough to go on, certainly with 24, 25 games in here. I don't see an end in sight. I, I really don't. 799-1250, want to get your reaction here after another Brewers victory. They've now won seven of their last nine, back up to six of their last seven. And, yes, fully agree, beating up on the bottom feeders. Of course they are. We're going to acknowledge that right away. So you don't have to give us any breaking news on this. <laughs> but you play the schedule that you have, right? And you're you. doing what, you, what you're supposed to do exactly. against them. 100%. You're probably doing a little bit more than you're supposed to do against these guys. If you look back at both Pittsburgh series, were they both sweeps? Yeah, they were both sweeps. They they've taken uh, well they've taken the Cubs to a three and three mark. So you're looking at nine and three there, ten and three against the division uh, outside of St. Louis. So if you want to add St. Louis in there, it's twelve and five in the division for those games against the Cardinals. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. I mean, right spot on. It's a huge huge thing for the Brewers to do this. It's huge. And, and again, I, I don't know if this one's going to jump off the sheet at you and say, wow, this is a big, big win, biggest win of the year. I, I don't think I'm going to go there. Not, not on this one. Talk to me on Thursday. Maybe it will be the biggest win of the year if they sweep the Cincinnati Reds. And now after taking game one, should you sweep? Should you expect a sweep? We're right back in there. Those are great conversations to have. We start out uh, tonight. Now, I was off on, uh, on Sunday, so we start out with just a handful of roster moves. Wow, what the hell happened since, since I left? I mean, I take one day off and then the off day, and there's a bunch of roster moves here. Hadn't been a one outside of Caratini going on to the IL, the COVID list, um, all season long. But Jake Cousins, that's a little bit of concern of mine was Jake Cousins throughout this you know, first month of the year. Just the consistency wasn't there. And so he gets placed onto the uh, injured list with a right elbow effusion. And that means I think we need a roster spot, Jake. Does your elbow hurt a little bit? I don't know. I'm hoping that's all it is. I'm hoping it's not a legit uh, elbow injury. Uh, Victor Caratini activated off that IEL. Alex Jackson and Mike Brasso. And those of you that have had conversations with us here on the show wondering which position player was going to go. Was it Keston? Was it going to be Jace Peterson? Was it going to be Mike Brasso? We got our answer a day or two ago. It was Mike Brasso sent down to AAA. Luis Urias activated and a difference maker in today's game already. That was great to see. Louis or Richo, as they call him back into the starting lineup. And those of you, another question answered, where was he going to bat in this lineup? Well, we had him, well, Craig Council had him as uh, the nine-hole hitter today. Nine-hole hitters uh, are not a demotion, folks. I've said it before. Colton Wong, if you're not going to lead off and Craig Council has to move him, I'm all right with him at nine. That's where I would want him. 
after the first time through, you get another leadoff hitter anyway. So that's a, You just muscle up one time through, and then you get the leadoff hitter. But there's Louie in the nine hole. Not sure if that's where he's going to sit. Interested in seeing uh, these guys face a left-handed starter to where Colton Wong normally would be bounced down to the nine spot. Where does Louie go in that? I would imagine probably fifth or sixth against fifth or sixth against a lefty. That's what I'm going to guess with, with Urias. Now, to make room for him, designated for assignment uh, was Jose Reina. Now, if he clears waivers, that means that he can accept a minor league assignment. Um, but if not, and I don't think he'll clear. Guys, I, there's enough track record there. Seven or eight years in the league. Has had some success in the league. I think they're going to lose him. And that's uh, uh, the first casualty of this year. So we have roster moves. <clears throat> this week's power rankings, since a new week is upon us. Let's just give you a quick update. want to get your reaction here about this game, if you want to comment on this game. I don't like Tommy Pham. I'm sure if I interview, I may have interviewed him. I don't know. I'd have to go back and look. I keep a list. I think I have, and it was okay. I don't like him against the Brewers. Doesn't he always just seem to come up with big hits, big games against the crew? Single, double, homer was right in the middle of all three of these runs. Um, but uh, let's let's uh, let's go to the power rankings here, and just if you're just tuning in. How long can the starting rotation keep it up in your mind? I don't see an end in sight. Because again, barring injury, and again, you you don't you don't expect those things, but you know those things happen. But barring injury, is there an end in sight for the success for this starting rotation? I don't see it. These guys seem to be challenging each other. They're all trying to outdo each other. We have now three consecutive starts of 10 strikeouts or more. The first time that has been done in franchise history. All the pitchers that, that you can think of, going back to the, uh, you know, the 80s Brewers, going back to the Sheets and Gallardo and Granke and all these guys that were put to, never has it been done. Three consecutive starts of 10 strikeouts or more. That's a franchise record, and I expect more records to be broken with these guys. They seem young and hungry. They seem comfortable. They seem confident. It's just hand the ball to the next starter. You know, you, you, you've heard that ter term in baseball, pass the baton to the bullpen, and bullpen guys use this all the time. Just hand it to the next guy. I'll do my job and, and pass the baton. Well, that's what these starters are doing in Milwaukee. It's, it's really impressive. We're witnessing something really, really special. We are. These, these, these are unprecedented times for the Brewers. You can scream all day long. Again, I know what people are saying. All day long about who, who have you beaten. You, you're taking on these subpar talented teams. You're taking on the bottom feeders. You're taking on a 3-19, and 19, now 3-20 and 20 Cincinnati Reds. You're taking on a Pittsburgh Pirate team, six games that had zero expectations of even sniffing close to the playoffs. You're beating up on the Cubs, who are in a pretty much a complete rebuild. 
It doesn't matter. This is, again, what you're supposed to do. These are numbers. These aren't just six innings, eight hits, four or five runs on a given night, and you win eight to six, eight to five. That's not what they're doing, guys. They're just they're just holding the other guys down so much that it's it's just it's it's remarkable. It really is. So how long in your mind can they keep this up? Real quick, let's get to the uh, latest power rankings. Um, let's see, number one, L.A. Dodgers. They haven't budged. Yankees now just won their eleventh in a row tonight. They're at number two. The New York Mets are in at number three. Blue Jays at four. San Francisco Giants maintain a five position. Padres up to six now. And the Milwaukee Brewers have jumped a couple of spots up to number seven, getting some national recognition here. And here's what they say real quick. Uh, Let's see. Milwaukee pitchers led baseball with 228 strikeouts in April. That's that's what they say. Really enough said. Uh, Tampa Rays at eight to round out the uh, top ten. Cardinals at nine and Angels now at uh, number ten. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Get your reaction here on a six three Brewers victory. Twenty one thousand plus at American Family Field and Woody and company go out and do their thing. Twelve strikeouts, four hits, three earned runs. Doesn't seem like that, does it? It just kind of snuck up on him. Back to back homers and then he gave up a run later. But it just didn't seem like there would be three earned runs on that ledger for Brandon Woodruff, but so be it. That's that's what it says. 518 the ERA for Woody. But the other guys, we'll check that out in just a second. How lo- how much longer can they do this? Barring any injury. 799-1250. Marshall, you're first up here on the fan. Brewers get another victory. Well, good evening, Tim. Uh, thank you for having me on first, and uh, thank you to your staff and people there always. You, you do a great job. And um, Due to the rain today, I've been all over the sports world today. I've had more time than normal. You know, too bad for the Bucks, but as Ted Davis would say, there'll be a better day. And a lot of tennis, I watched my share of that today, and the Americans are doing well overseas. But the Brewers, another great win tonight, and, and – um, it's it it, it you you the answer to your question is yes as long as we're healthy i don't see an end in sight i see the sky is the limit right now and i'm not just wearing you know the brewer colored glasses if you will here folks um we can, we should just look at what we're having we are in unique times here we need to embrace this we um we don't have to take a back seat to anybody i'm going to come out and say it we have the best pitching staff in baseball from the starters through the relievers, and as long as they stay healthy, we're going to be terrific. We just we have to get off of our, you know, I'll use some religion here. We have to get off of our Calvinistic fatalism here, if you will, in here in, in this town. The Bucks proved it last year. We're proving it this year. And this is still, this is professional baseball teams that we're beating, folks. I know it's the bottom feeders, but we're beating professional teams. This is not the colleges, the minors, or the high schools. Let's just get that straight. And I just think that right now, I'm excited. You know, we're, we're going to beat those good teams. I, you throw pitching at this like, like we have right now, um, we can beat anybody And because you cannot beat good pitching. 
pitching and defense in baseball especially still wins championships. Still. So, yeah, Tim, good question tonight, but I, I'm an unqualified yes exclamation point. As long as we keep passing these batons around, we're going to have a lot of fun in this summer and this yep. fall. Yep, and we could be going crazy in September. I mean, we, we just could. Yep. It, it could be the talk of – of all of baseball, if this, if and when this continues, Marshall, thanks, thanks for Thank the call. You. Think, think about that. I mean, you saw in the box. Yeah, you mentioned the box. One oh nine eighty six, and that was, that was a beatdown. <laughs> it was, <clears throat> that was about as bad as the weather was today. That's all you need to say about it. Done with that. <laughs> Done with that. It was, but but you do recall the the unity of the sports world in Milwaukee, and for that matter, the state of Wisconsin, last year with that Bucks run. And I go back to where I was during the finals at uh, Circa Sportsbook in Las Vegas. And I, I was stunned at the amount of Milwaukee Bucks backers that it just gained steam throughout the whole, the whole spring and, and early summer. It was just crazy good, and you saw the Deer District. You guys were there. You guys were part of that. It was just report after report after report. Why can't the Brewers be there? Why can't the Brewers be to that level with this? And if this continues with this rotation, I would suspect it's going to be. Bring on the Dodgers. Bring on a... uh, uh, playoff uh, clash against the Atlanta Braves, New York Mets. When you get this pitching, it's going to prove you're in every single game. Why wouldn't it be like that? How much farther? I know what's good. I know what some Brewer fans are thinking. Don't get too hyped up, Tim. Don't do it. They're only going to let you down. <clears throat> I don't see it. I don't see it, guys. I, I just there's just maybe one will. Maybe one is. If you look at every Woody performance today, they're, this year, they're not all bad. That ERAs move. They'll bounce like a batting average early in a season. He has one good performance. He'll shave a run and a half or two off that ERA. He goes seven shutout. <laughs> That's the thing. How often does a starting pitcher these days go seven shutout? Especially the Brewers pitchers. Quite a bit. I mean, six and seven shutout or one run uh, performances happens all the time. I don't believe that's going to change. Now, will the league adjust to them? Weather's going to be heating up. I don't know whether they adjust a baseball in a humidor or not. I'm, I'm not sure of that if they readjust. But the weather's going to heat up, and the offenses are going <clears> to <throat> heat up a little bit. So they will, uh, uh, on top of adjusting against Brewers pitchers. But despite that, then the Brewers will readjust themselves and just continue on their merry way. I don't know. I, you know, if, if you had to choose one that may let up a little bit, I didn't know which one was going to let up a little bit. I didn't know which one or two <clears throat> were going to let up a little bit. But I knew that I figured, I didn't know, I figured – Boy, how can they outdo last year? I mean, let's face it. Middle twos and ERAs for pretty much three of them, 2-8 for, for uh, Peralta. 
But then 3132 for the other two, uh, Hauser and Lauer. And don't look now. Ashby, like, has only given up a run this year. That's big time. All of this is big time. Even if they let up a little bit, like I predicted, and I hope I'm wrong, they're still damn good. They're still one of the best rotations in baseball. It's They have a cushion for this. That's why. I don't think there's an end in sight for the rotation. Just saying. I, I, I just, I, that, would, that would be uh, the anomaly. And I know we're a month in, but we're a month in. A lot of these uh, starters are five, six games <clears throat> in already. Just looking at these ERAs, they are disgustingly good. I mean, I, I just even even if they they bounce up a half run, maybe closer to a run. In in terms of ERA, it's still good. That's the cushion you're building up here. You're building up a cushion with victories. You're building up cushions on, you know, maybe you get a dead arm situation. Maybe you get, you know, uh, heaven forbid, an injury or whatever. But despite that. They're still damn good. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Let's go to uh, Chuck. Chuck, you see an end in sight for the starting rotation? Oh man, I'm coming back from the game, and uh, I'm grateful for two things. That rotation. Um, what was it? Twelve strikeouts for Woodruff through just six innings. Um, it was just nuts. How he and Ashby was dealing. Um, I just want to say how happy I am we have a roof. You know that temperature was perfect <laughs> in there, and I'm thinking of the Chicago series going on right now, and just how lucky we should be on that. Um, I did have one concern. Can I share it? Sure. Uh, Lorenzo Kane, uh, great player. Reminds me of uh, Cecil Cooper, maybe his last season. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think he may have hit kind of the end? Uh, power seems a little down, and great guy. I'm a huge Kane fan. He can still play center field with the best of them, but. The bat, um, I'm old enough to remember Cecil Cooper, and it's just eerily similar. Well, okay, uh, here's what I'll do, Chuck. Chuck, thanks for the call, man. Uh, you're, you're right on the on the roof part. I mean, it, it is pretty crazy these days with the engineering of these stadiums, how any stadium in the Midwest does not have a roof on it, uh, at, at least a retractable. I mean, just you can open it. What? What does it, so what's another hundred million amongst uh, friends here? There's enough revenue for this. It it, it pretty much guarantees you the revenue. You can't tell me that outdoor stadiums do not caught the weather does not cost you revenue because it does. Even if you get these games in, people decide to do things based on the weather in the upper Midwest here. Go to Phoenix. I've been to Phoenix for about 20 consecutive years outside of last year and, and this past spring. Maybe 25 years. Every spring to Phoenix. You watch the news report at night. Weather's not a thing. <laughs> it's just not a thing. They, they, don't, they don't hype up their weather. Like we're, we have, uh, you know, every, every uh, TV station in town here. It's weather coming up. How warm is the warm-up going to be? They tease it. They tease it. They have weather forecasts like every eight minutes. You can't tell me that we don't decide to do things because we do based on the weather. It's costing you money. I am grateful, too, for the rough, Chuck. That's, that's a great point. Lorenzo Kane. Much the same as, as you're buying time to, for the offense. While you're winning games, you're buying time to get this offense more consistent. I think it's the same sort of premise with Low Kane. 
we kind of thought toward the end of that contract that he signed that this would happen, didn't we? I think the Brewers even knew that, hey, you know, guys get older, they get slower, they, you know, good point and coop. But let's find out for real. Let's find out if if the tank is starting to starting to get empty a little bit. Still a leader. Uh, he still does have a tough at bat. If you look at his at bats, though, I I think they are pretty challenging at bats for the other guys. He's still fouling off a bunch of pitches. He's trying to get rolling. He is, and he's going to have a hot streak in here. But just give him time to find out whether or not he is dispensed from a, a plug-and-play everyday player. And at the same time, you're winning baseball games. So what are you out to find this out? They'll get some reps for Taylor. They, they will. It's, it's, it's a quite fascinating situation. And that's the way I see it, is just l- let him do his thing right now. Let's, let's see if they can get him rolling here because you're winning games. and It's not costing you anything. Main focus of attention is the starting rotation. And do you foresee these guys just just doing their thing? It's almost uneventful at times. <laughs> it's such a good thing to say, though. Where you just like, we're almost expecting this on a given game every single day. I, I uh, you know, we, we've seen stacked rotations before and and we've been uh, a little jealous of that i think other teams are looking at this organization now and saying wow they got something cooking i know they are i have uh cubs family members that are cubs fans and they love our pitching rotation yeah they love it there's something to love about it it's not just the success i think it's the personalities in there as well and they just said if if they only had half of that it's just like blue-collar guys. Mm-hmm. I think it fits in well in Wisconsin. It, it really does. And yep. maybe, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm stretching things a little bit there. But Woody seems like a, like a, a good dude, like a, a Midwest guy. Adrian Hauser, just, oh, well, I'll just go do my thing. Lauer is just gaining confidence by the second. And then you have the precision and just this in-a-trance sort of pitcher in Corbin Burns. And then you get the wild card, Freddie, who's just always smiling and doing it. It's just, it seems like it's right for Milwaukee. You want to get one? Okay, let's, let's get uh, Justin in here before we take a break. 799-1250. How long can this starting rotation keep this up? Because they're outstanding. Justin, what do you think? Hello, friends. Uh, Tim, what a, I mean, you guys are on fire, as always. Can you imagine two things? Uh, the Mustakis signing, how would that have impacted the the rotation? And then also, is there already a two div- two team race in division with the Brewers and the Cardinals? Since and and do and one more, do you not feel for the Reds organization? I do. They have a long ways to go. Correct? I said it yesterday. Oh my goodness, yes. I you know they're contrary to popular belief. I do have a heart. And yesterday I said it. Now. Do I, do I feel bad for them today? No. But talk to me Friday. I'll feel horrible. <laughs> okay? Because I mean, that's just the way. Uh, yeah, 3 and 20, they're pretty bad. They, they are. And I know Euchre today on the broadcast, they tried to 
Uh, they tried to gloss it up a little bit that, you know, these guys are better and they'll get out of this. And they'll, no, they, they look really, really bad. So is it a two-team race already in the Central? I think so. Compared yeah. to every other division in baseball? Yeah, I think I think so. I think it's the Cards and Brewers. And it's funny you say that. Uh, producer tonight, Tim Shea, brought that up before the game got over. And he said, hey, there's starting to be some separation in the Central here between the Brewers, Cardinals, and then the other three. And there's pitching that will separate the Brewers even further. Well, and, and not only that, but you're going to get into July, and these teams are going to sell off even more, Justin. They're, they're going to get worse, really, in, in theory. So did you want – one more. Did you want to sign the Wostakis at the time? I thought was he was – yeah, I, you know, it's, it's a lot of money, and I, I thought at that time you were still dealing with the Braun, the Yelich, the Locaine contracts, and that's a lot of money. That's just a, a ton of money. And I, I thought, you know, those big contracts for those guys in, at that stage of their career, I did like Moustakis. He wasn't here all that long. Grindle was saying that today too. He was here maybe a year, a little over a year, really, when he collectively added up with the two years. But, yeah, I, you know, I was torn on that. Moustakis, just a great clubhouse guy, a real versatile counsel was going to have a have a blast with him had they signed him long term but you know it's 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 you got to spread yourself thin with the with the money part of it Justin so in it's Milwaukee a race, do you not think yeah yeah, oh yeah yeah oh yeah for sure for sure yeah and and we'll we'll check the standings coming up Justin right, good thanks. stuff good good stuff 7991250 is there an end in sight for the success of this starting rotation if you're just tuning in just getting out of the park 21,000 plus on a rainy Tuesday. Wow. Against the Reds, no less. Um, that pass the baton thing that you hear that uh, really attached to bullpen theories. We just passed the baton to the next guy. Well, you got the ball with one out in the sixth, and yeah, I just wanted to pass the baton. It's the starting rotation that's doing that right now. Pass the baton to the next guy to go do his thing, and it's seemingly every single night. It is just one of the coolest things I've experienced with Brewers baseball, i got to be honest. Short-term as it is, it is a little short-term if you're looking at this season. If you're going back to last year, say the second half of the year, it's, it's one of the most impressive things I've seen this organization do on that field. That's what kind of that that's what kind of territory we're in right now. Pretty crazy territory. It really is. Crazy good territory. And I think as the summer rolls on, uh, you will you will get this unity and this kind of you know, go brewer thing when you're walking downtown or something. You'll 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 just it'll grow. It it will. If this continues, which we all assume it will. 799-1250, Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. 6-3, Brewers get the win. Woody does his thing. This close to a quality start. Were you afraid of the game? Were you nervous about the game when it got to 5-3? That's the funny thing I noticed tonight. I, I just was like, no, they're winning this game. <laughs> Even though it's a two-run game. I was just like... Yeah, I'm not too not too worried at all, really. 
That's it's it's uh, crazy good. We'll get to Craig Council, get to more of your reaction, get to our highlight package. A lot still to come here after a Brewers six three victory, sixteen and eight now through the first twenty four. We'll be right back on the fan. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. What play got you the most excited from today's game? Did it get you up off the couch? It's time for the call of the game presented by the 5 O'Clock Steakhouse. 5 O'Clock Steakhouse, Wisconsin's number one steakhouse by the Food Network. Visit them and make online reservations at 5oClockSteakhouse.com. You know, I believe it was Chuck that said he's grateful for that roof at American Family Field. I was just thinking about that during the break here. With a day like today, my goodness. I mean, to me, I've been in there when it's been nasty and cold and rainy and whatnot, snowing even. There's a certain degree, uh, degree of uh, serenity inside that stadium. I think everyone would agree. It's it's just there's a there's almost a peaceful, easy feeling in there. When you get in there, it's dry, it's warm, <laughs> it's, and there's it's, a ball game guaranteed. It's funny because uh, someone on Twitter just said, "Have the Brewers post game show on." His name is Bobby Light, by the way. He uh, heard us talking or heard you talking about uh, the Bucks when they won the title and where you were uh, before. You said it. He said, I just figured he was alone at Miller Park just listening to the people celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> just just sitting there just sitting right there, down the left field Hoping line. the Brewers would uh, have that same success one day. Hiding my cigarette because there's no smoking in there. <laughs> it's just no one's around. Maybe a security guard way on the other side of the stadium. Yep. That's about it. All right, Brewers get the victory 6-3 tonight. Uh, Mike, I'll get to you in just a second here, I promise. Uh, but let's go to our call of the game, which is brought to you by Five O'Clock Steakhouse, Wisconsin's number one steakhouse by the Food Network, now featuring home grill kits to go. Visit them at fiveo'clocksteakhouse.com. So he was just named the NL Player of the Week. He hit 310 for the week. He had four bombs, 10 RBIs, and, uh, well, it looks like he's getting, getting that going here for, for another swan song. Of that award because Willie Adamas had one big, one big swing in this game. Two runners aboard. Here he is. Fly ball deep center. Back on it. Senza. Warning track wall. Three nothing Brewers on another blast by Willie Adamas. Wow. The highlight from Bally Sports Wisconsin. That uh, got the Brewers going to a 6-3 victory. 414-799-1250. Get to the rest of the highlights here in just a second. Also going to hear from Craig Council on the way. We'll hear from Luis Urias, who uh, rejoined the team. Had a nice night. And the impact that he will have on this team, I I think uh, Craig Council put it that he's like everyone on the team's little brother. And that's that team unity, that chemistry, that, uh, you know, that, that, you know, you talk about moving the line. Uh, he's going to play a big part of that. I'm really interested in where he's going to hit against lefties. That I, I can't wait. Well, being a lineup guy as I am. Mike, let's get to you. Mike, what's going on? How how much longer can these starting uh, pitchers do what they're doing? In the words of Alfred E. Newman, <laughs> what, me worried? I'm not worried. <laughs> That's true. 
You brought someone else in there. You know the journal said, how are we going to fit this defense in? Well, you're going to fit it in so you win a Super Bowl, you goofballs. But as far as this roof, what were they thinking in Wrigley? You can park. Imagine standing and waiting in line tonight and sitting in this miserable mess. I got out of my car once to get a sub, and my car was moving. <laughs> I mean, exactly. This was a horrible day. I mean, this this oh. this is. This, I I know we go through this every year, Mike. You're you're from here, and I'm yeah, from here. My dog didn't get a walk today, and she's a lab. Oh yeah, it was yeah, just that's... miserable. Just I guess miserable. Saying, I'm going to make you suffer a little bit more. Yeah. So yeah. that's where that stands. But I had to take my two boys out in this nasty ugh, yuck. It was horrible. Oh, that wind too. Oh my! Now we're talking weather. What's going on with us? Well, no, because that, that now's the time to talk about it. Because now it's it's all about when they built this stadium to do what they did with the retractable was brilliant. It was brilliant. Mm-hmm. It is brilliant because you got people coming in from all states. They're not going to miss a game. No. We always wanted to go see Wrigley. Well, good. Freeze your butt off and bring your mittens (laughs) and your head sock with and your winter coat. And it was brilliant on a financial decision, too, because it ensured you that there were not going to be light crowds due to the weather, which there are in these outdoor stadiums. Yep, yep. Now, real quick, didn't they boo-boo this guy when it was his idea? I well, don't remember his name, but... Um, I think it was more of the money issue that that was going around. It was the taxpayer kind of deal that uh, was was oh, okay. the bugaboo on this. Yeah, well, I don't no think it was about the... about the Pfizer, right? I saw some great concerts coming up. I was just there this for the or... Eagles concert a month ago. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a awesome. a bunch of really good ones coming up. Yeah, yeah. Mike, All always right. a pleasure, my friend. Uh, hey, stay warm. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. It it'll get better. It looks like you know. And then when you do get this, just we're off on a weather tangent here. When when you do get a nice nice day these days around sixty two or something, and you're like, okay, sixty two. The winds are whooping thirty eight miles an hour, so it doesn't feel like sixty two. Just yuck. But but think about. How, how much assurance financially that the Brewers got when they put the retractable on. Think about a Tuesday night like tonight, 21,000. I mean, you can, you can scream all day long if uh, there was 21,000 in the park, but we're just going with 21,000 because that's what it said. Do you really believe 21,000 would have been the posted attendance if this was outdoor and they finally squiggled this game in and they around the showers and, and got it in somehow, some way, how much, what do you think, Tim, you used to work there. What do you think the attendance would have been? Gosh. 11? Uh, maybe. That's, that's asking for a lot. I would say below 10. They lose on the parking. Mm-hmm. They lose on the concessions. They lose on the merch. They lose on the tickets. 
all of that. There, no assurance of any of that at these outdoor stadiums. Yeah, it's 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 something to think about with these. I don't know. What, I'd say nine Minnesota. to ten thousand if there was no roof tonight. Nine, to, maybe nine even to less 10. than that. Yeah, I mean yeah, it, it's nasty. It is windy. It is nasty out there today. It's it's pretty crazy. Okay. They get the win. We're going to hear from Craig Council. Let's get to the highlights. Let me walk you through. If you happen to miss the game, you were uh, a little peeved about the 109 and 86 numbers. That wasn't good tonight uh, for that Boston uh, Bucks game. But now yeah, Bucks did what they had to do. They got one in Boston, so that's the good news. Maybe it's a little pick me up. Uh, for you guys that the Brewers uh, got the victory. First inning tonight, Brandon Woodruff, a strikeout, a flyout, and gives up a two-out double to, go figure, Tommy Pham. And then a strikeout to get out of that inning to the bottom of the first inning. Brewers a chance in their half of the first, set the tone early in the game, early in a series, double by Wong, flyout, Yelich then walks. So there's two on with the one out. But McCutcheon to center, strikeout to Telez, ends that threat into the second inning. Both teams, uh, one, two, three, in the second. Woody, another pair of strikeouts, four through the two into the third inning. Woody, a pair of strikeouts again in the third, a one, two, three frame. Six through the three, bottom half, scoreless in the third. Brewers, you just heard the highlight. We're going to play it again for you. Urias reaches on air. That's followed up by a four-pitch walk to Colton Wong, and the reigning player of the week has another big swing. Fly ball deep center. Back on it, Senzo. Warning track wall. Three-nothing Brewers on another blast by William Thomas. That's great to see and great to hear on Bally Sports Wisconsin. Three-zip. Yelich, interestingly enough, after that home run, I don't know if you guys caught this, but he bunted into a uh, an out. And just let that resonate just a little bit. Another bunt for Christian Yelich. Hmm. I think it's interesting. And I think it's going to add to conversations that will come to us in future shows. <laughs> it definitely will. Is it, well, it doesn't appear that he's a good bunner. Does it to you guys? I mean, the bunt base hit the other the other day in uh, Pittsburgh. That really wasn't that good of a bunt. And then this one was, was a bad bunt, actually. But just saying, it'll add to our conversation. Uh, Brewers do take that three-zip lead into the fourth inning. Woody in the fourth. Some good news. He strikes out two more in the fourth inning. The bad news, um, yeah, back-to-back uh, -back home runs by, go figure, Tommy Pham, Mike Moustakas. They go back-to-back -back three to two into the bottom of the fourth inning. But the Brewers have an answer. A one-out walk to Omar Narvaez, then a base hit for Lorenzo Cain to put runners at first and second for Luis Urias, who reached on an error his first time up. And in his second plate appearance this season, Luis, welcome back. Right down the left field line for Urias. Narvaez is going to score. Streaking for third is Kane. Brewers add to the lead. It's 4-2. Welcome back, Luis Urias.
Indeed, on Valley Sports Wisconsin. It's 4-2 at that point. Runners at the corners, one in, one out. And David Bell, manager of the Reds, goes to his bullpen. That'll do it for Malley. Diaz enters the game for Cincinnati. He's going to face Colton Wong, runner at third. It's first and third, less than two out. Need to get it in play. On the second pitch he sees, he does just that. That's a fly ball down the left field line, giving Chase his fan. He's going to make the catch. Kane's going to tag and score. 5-2 on the sack fly by Colton Wong. Colton Wong had a good night tonight. We'll check the numbers uh, in just a little while. Three hits, a walk in that inning. They take a 5-2 lead into the fifth inning. Woody settles right back in, strikes out the side, 11 strikeouts through the first five innings, but it was the second strikeout in that fifth inning that set a franchise mark. He hit double digits on the performance, three consecutive starts with double digits or more strikeouts, first time in franchise history. Woodruff, so two pitch. He struck him out. Ten strikeouts. And that is the first time in Brewers franchise history that three consecutive starters have struck out 10 or more batters in a game. And 10 strikeouts for Brandon Woodruff without a walk at this point. That is some rarefied air in the uh, annals of Brewers baseball. Wow. I mean, he does go on to uh, strike out two more, but 5-2 into the bottom of the fifth inning. Nothing for the crew there. And uh, Woody... With all the strikeouts, pitch count is rising, and that's expected. One additional strikeout through the first two outs uh, to tie a career high uh, and a season high this year, 12. Tommy Pham had a two-out base hit. Single-double homer for Pham against the Brewers. I'm not surprised. Council had seen enough at that point. Goes to the lefty, Aaron Ashby. He's greeted by a Mike Moustakis double to score a run. Fam and Moustakis doing all the damage tonight. Reds a little bit closer, 5-3, as Ashby closes out that sixth inning. Brewers uh, nothing doing in the sixth inning. Ashby out for the seventh. Woody's day was done. He ends up going five and two-thirds, four hits, three earned runs. Deserved a better fate, uh, but no walks and 12 strikeouts, 95 pitches. ERA now at 518. One out base hit for Ashby. He gives that up and holds the score 5 3 into the bottom of the seventh. A few base runners for the crew in that seventh. Could have gotten some insurance uh, uh, in that seventh. Rios had a walk and then he was erased on a stolen base uh, attempt. Wong, a base hit. And a stolen base. Yelich then with a walk with two outs. McCutcheon, more hard, loud outs for McCutcheon. <laughs> wow. One for his last 18. Boy, he he needs a break. Uh, Ashby standing tall, three up, three down in the eighth inning. And then Devin Williams is going to be on for the ninth. But you need a little insurance, don't you? Bottom of the eighth. Yeah, let's let's do that. With one out, it was off the bat of Rowdy Telez. Telez out towards deep left center. Backing up, Fam still back. Rowdy has given the Brewers an extra run of insurance. Home run number five for Telez, and it comes off a lefty. Stayed right on it. He puts together some pretty good at-bats against lefties. 
Yeah, I've been talking to you guys about Rowdy against lefties. He holds his own against lefties. Is he going to have uh, great numbers uh, comparative to the, the righties that he faces? Maybe, maybe not, but he will at least hold his own against lefties. Going the other way like that, pretty impressive. Devin Williams would be on for the ninth. That was interesting as well. Craig Council said the other day he's going to have to let up on Josh Hader just a little bit, the usage. I think you've seen it uh, tonight. Uh, By the way, Josh Hader named the reliever of the month in the month of April here in 2022's championship season. Williams a strikeout in a 1-2-3 performance in that ninth inning, and the Brewers get their 16th victory against eight losses as – They take game one of this three-game set. Going to hear from Craig Council, check out some numbers. We'll hear from uh, Luis Urias, who was uh, activated today and played a big role in this game. All that's coming up. If you guys want to jump in here, 799-1250. Gene Wagner, plumbing post-game show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Brewers win again, 6-3 the final. We're back after this on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on 1250 AM The Fan. 6-3, the final. Brewers get the win in game one of this three-game set against the Cincinnati Reds. And two more to go. Let's just work on tomorrow. Did get a little info here on why Josh Hader did not close out this game today. We'll have that for you in just a couple of minutes here as we'll hear from the Brewers manager. 6-3, the final. Uh, Let's squeeze in Ryan. Ryan, you're next on the fan. Nice win tonight. Yes, it was, Tim. Uh, I was a little bit shocked with Craig Council going with Ashby in the eighth inning. Um, I thought that maybe he would go Devin Williams or Brad Boxberger in the eighth inning and then finish it out with Hader in the ninth. But mm-hmm. uh, it seems like Craig Council has a lot of faith in Ashby so far um, to, to go more than one or two um, innings per appearance. And it was great to see um, Rowdy Telez. Uh, he had the three strikeouts. I thought we might have a golden sombrero watch on our hands, but it was great to see him come up in the um, in the eighth inning there and tack on that insurance home run. I think he should be an everyday first baseman and everyday first uh, everyday starter for the Brewers. Um, but I'm not sure Craig Council feels that way. But we'll see going forth what he decides. 
All right. Thank you, Ryan. A couple of things. You're right on. I'm with you on the Rowdy Telez thing. And that's at the expense of playing time for one of my favorites, Keston Hira. But despite that, I, I got to be objective about it. And I believe Rowdy is an everyday player. I really do. And, uh, you know, whether or not that has impact in the future, I at this point, hey, they're winning baseball games doing it Craig's way, and that's fine. But Rowdy may have a decision to make <clears throat> down the line a little bit, and this may have an impact on that decision. That's all I'm saying. He's a human being. He wants to play baseball. All these guys want to play every day. And it does impact their decision-making down the line. Well, so does money, too, obviously. Uh, the thing on Josh Hader, yeah, there's a reason why Devin wasn't in there for the eighth inning. And there's certainly a reason why Devin was in there in the ninth inning. And we're going to hear from manager Craig Council right now, and he alludes and uh, tells us why Josh Hader was not in there to close this thing out. Yeah, uh, Josh has had some mid-back spasms. Um started on Saturday um so we've been we're trying to stay away from him he threw a bullpen today and everything went well um but he was not available tonight um he he should be available tomorrow or Thursday um depending on you know for sure I would say everything went well today in his bullpen so so has, that been, has that been like a, a game by game sort of situation for him? Like where you just see where he's no, it started Saturday. No, it started Saturday, and so we've we've stayed away from him. We're gonna we've you know he was he's been unavailable since Saturday. Those pitchers uh, they delivered today for you with Woody going deep and Ashby giving up. Woody. Yeah, I mean we're coming off a day off, so we were in good shape, and the plan today was uh, to use Ashby. Um, he was pretty electric today. Um, so it was everything went well. Craig, did you did you feel like uh, Brandon had a little bit more zip on his fastball? Is that what absolutely. You about with yeah, absolutely. I, I thought his I thought his fastball was really good. Um, and he and he held it like kind of throughout the game. Um, it was it was tough call taking him out there. Just didn't didn't go the way we wanted to but ultimately the, the matchup was just too good to pass up unfortunately it didn't work but he Woody's fastball was pretty special today um and um you know it was great to see how about the run that the starting pitchers have had for you guys i think first time in franchise history three straight uh, double digit strikeout performances by a starter by starters yeah, I mean, well, we're we're throwing the ball well. The guys at the front are throwing the ball well. Our back end guys are throwing the ball well. So it's, um, you know, it's a good formula, and you, you love, you know, every it feels like the next who's ever the next day's whoever whoever is up the next day is is as good as the guy the day before them. So it's um, they're in a good place right now and throwing the ball really well. Luis looked uh, exactly like he did last year, just a little bit of everything. Consistent offense, good plays in the field. Yeah, yeah, he had a nice game. His at-bats were really, I thought his at-bats were very good. Um, made a really nice play in, to lead off the third, I think, on a tough ground ball. Um, so it was great to have him back. You're listening to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek on 1250 AM, The Fan. Time to head into the clubhouse and hear from the pros. 
So now we know about Josh Hader, and I'll just say this. I don't know how Josh is going to feel tomorrow, but if there's a safe situation, I, my opinion, based on what uh, Craig Council just said, Josh threw a little bit of a bullpen today. I don't think he's pitching tomorrow, guys. I would be, I would be a little on the shock side if uh, Josh Hader is on the mound tomorrow. Thursday, different story. I think he'll, he'll be ready to go on Thursday. I agree with Counts there. But if you notice, Craig Council paused just a little bit. He doesn't like to tip his hand uh, about his uh, availability or, or available pitchers um, before that, that next game. It's always after the game, just like we just heard right now. Well, why wasn't Josh Hader in there? Well, now we know. He's not going to tip, uh, tip that hand beforehand. Uh, you heard him uh, refer to Luis Urias, and, and good to have him back uh, and, and really sort of filling a stat sheet a little bit. One for two, at a walk, an RBI, a run scored. Had a stolen base taken away from him on an overturned replay call, but that's good to see. I mean, there is, uh, there's, there, there might be something to this Luis Urias thing. I, I, I remember when, when the trade went down, then I went back and I looked at his minor league numbers, and this, this kid can hit. He can and he had a he had a rough start through about 70 games in the big leagues with with San Diego. But outside of that at every level, he's been a hitter. And he he I mean, he proved it last year. And so there's no question about that. Sophia Minnert uh talking to Luis Urias after the game. Thanks Josh. Luis, I know you were excited to get back out there for the first time this season. Overall a very good day for you. You went 1 for 2 with the walk. What what did you think about your at bats today? Uh, well, it feels great to be back, you know. Uh, it was a good game. I think we, we played really good. And like I said, I'm happy to be back. Willie Adamas welcomed you back with a little water shower there. <laughs> Willie, Willie got a three-run homer on the board to give you guys the early lead. We know he's the National League Player of the Week, but what kind of boost can Willie give this lineup when he's rolling like he is right now? I mean, he's a great player, a great teammate. I think he brings a lot of energy to the team. And, I mean, uh, he, like I said, he's a great player, and uh, it's really, really excited to play uh, uh, with him. Brandon Woodruff was tremendous today. He tied a career high, 12 strikeouts. What did you see with how Woody was able to mix the stuff and be so dominating tonight? You know, well, since uh, last year, they, they've been doing great or pitching, or pitching stuff, and this year they've been amazing too, and hopefully we can, we can you know, make it to the World Series. All right, thanks, Luis, for the time. You. There you go. On Bally Sports Wisconsin, Sophia Minnert and Luis Urias make it. Hopefully they can make it to the World Series. We're with you. We're with you for sure. 100%. Willie Adamas and Freddie Peralta picked him up at the airport when he got into town uh, yesterday. And uh, Willie Adamas had this to say about Louie. Until today to see Weicho, or did you see him yesterday? No, I pick him up at the airport. You know, he can't live without me, man. <laughs> nah, just kidding, just kidding. But yeah, I picked him up at the airport yesterday. We spent some time, me, him, and Freddie. So it was it was good to see him, though. You know, happy that he's back. What does he do for you? You kind of have your team back together, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, we've been waiting for him, you know, since opening day. Yeah, we've been calling calling him a lot and, and just you know trying to rush him. Like, hey, get here, man. We're waiting for you. Let's go. But he was so excited yesterday, you know. I told him, hey, we have a day off. You don't have to go to the field today. You know, he was so excited. To, he wanted to come to the field. I said, hey, take it easy, man. The game is tomorrow.
until today to see Weicho, or did you see him yesterday? No, I pick him up at the airport. Post game show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. It's time to dive inside the box score for today's game on 12:50 a.m. The Fan. Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Great food, awesome fish fries, plenty of TVs to watch the games, and always a friendly vibe. All right, let's take a look at some of the numbers here. If you happen to miss the game or any part of it, we'll get you caught up with the Brewers side of things. Offensively, Colton Wong, a nice night, two for two, RBI, run scored, a walk, a stolen base. How about that in that leadoff position? Willie Adamas goes one for four, three RBIs, one run scored on the three-run home run. Christian Yelich tonight was 0 for 2 with a couple of walks. Andrew McCutcheon, tough luck. 0 for 4 in tonight's ball game. He, the baseball gods, I think, owe Andrew McCutcheon because there has been some loud outs for him. Rowdy Telez, 1 for 4, one run scored um, and an RBI. Hunter Renfro goes 0 for 4. Omar, 0 for 3 with a run scored. Uh, he drew a walk. Lorenzo Cain, one for four, one run scored. And uh, let's see, Luis Urias, uh, as I said, filling out the stat sheet a little bit uh, for being activated today was right in the mix with this. One for two, an RBI, a run scored. He also drew a walk. Pitching lines tonight, Woody, he goes five and two-thirds, allows three earned runs on four hits, no walks, 12 strikeouts, 95 pitches on the performance, ERA 518, a little lofty. Aaron Ashby tonight, two and a third, scoreless on two hits, no walks, and three strikeouts. Devin Williams, a perfect ninth inning with a strikeout. The Brewers get six runs on six hits, no errors. The Cincinnati Reds, three runs on six hits with one error. The win is for Brandon Woodruff. He is now 3-1. and one. The loss to Malley, he goes to 1-4. and four. Devin Williams with save number two on the season, 21,000-plus to watch the Brewers win their 16th against eight losses and 16-8 uh, and eight atop the National League Central. We'll take a break here and come right back. Uh, We'll squeeze in a call here, take a look at uh, some of these ERA numbers, and get you a pitching matchup for tomorrow's game, too. That's next here, 1250 AM, The Fan. You're listening to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show, presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street in Oak Creek on The Fan. Time to check Tim Allen's news and notes. Yeah, we know they're infamous, somewhat overrated, and, well, quite frankly, sometimes just plain old dumb. But he continues to read them. Okay, Tim, have at it, if you need to. Yeah, we'll get to your calls here in just a second, too, as uh, the Brewers get the 6-3 victory tonight. And, uh, you know, keep keeping on. Let's turn the page to game two. We'll preview that, and we'll check out some of these ERA. Let's do the ERAs now. We'll get to your calls here in just a second. Um, and that's the what we've been talking about uh, pretty much the show. I mean, we did talk about the roof at American Family Field as, as well. But, I mean, these ERAs, the, to pass the baton starter to starter, you hear the pass the baton vernacular around uh, the bullpen mainly. 
But these days, I just think it's these, Woody's going to hand it over. And then Eric Lauer, after he's done, hands it to Corbin Burns. Burns, he hands it to whoever is next. And you heard Craig Council talk about that. A little lofty on the ERA side for Brandon Woodruff. I think we can all agree. 518 for him. But what are the rest? Pretty impressive, Tim Shea. Corbin Burns and Eric Lauer both have an ERA of 1.93. That's amazing. Mm. That's crazy. Uh, Hauser, Adrian Hauser, 2.53. Aaron Ashby, 2.33. And then Freddie Peralta at 5. Yeah, so we, we do have a couple of nickels in there, and you know it takes one. And, and really, Freddie has been better, for mm-hmm. sure. And you know one really good performance, and, and you're off and running with those two guys. But again, the point is, every single night you're in a baseball game, even, even on this for Woody. Five and two-thirds, three runs. All right, let's get to uh, Vincent on the Odyssey app, our buddy in Anaheim. What do you say, Vince? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, man, hey, you know, ERAs, that's one thing. But to me, at the end of the day, as long as the pitcher can get control, you know, if he's giving up runs early in the game and, and then our team, you know, gets his back and gets those runs back, as long as he can, you know, finish the game strong, I'm cool with it. But, yeah, those nickels kind of don't want to see it. But that's what's going to happen, man. You know, last year, remember, you know, you had the best starting, you know, almost like the best starting pitchers in, 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 the, in the whole league, you know, and – uh Believe me, man, as an Angel fan, sometimes we're jealous of that, you know. <laughs> Believe me, we wish we had that starting line. Yeah, but you guys, hey, your Angels are playing better baseball, though. Yeah, for his plays, hey, and honestly, as an Angel fan, you know, April used to be terrible for us. So this is the first April for a long time that, you know, we're yep. coming out on top and all that. But same with the Brewers, man. Look at that. We, you know, still first place. And I understand sometimes, you know, when we, uh, the offense can't score more than two runs, like, you know, that loss against the Cubs, that's kind of frustrating. Uh, but it, it happens, man. You don't want to do what the Angels do with our we Over here, we call the, the, the Angels bullpen, we call it the blowpen. <laughs> because they always blow. It sucks. You always blowing leads and all that, man. But, hey, at the end of the day, Brewers doing what they got to do, especially against the, the Red Seams, who was terrible. You don't want to lose games, close games. You go out and play, and sometimes, yep. you know, every dog has his day. So, you know, Brewers need to keep it up, keep up the winning, and like you say, turn the page and keep on going. Maybe... You know, Woodruff and Peralta get that ERA, you know, ERA down, you know, but as long as you get wins at the end, baby, it's all good. That's all that's, matters, you know? And, and, and really, that's all, that's all that counts. You're right, but there are some really fine indicators here moving forward. Hey, Vincent, thanks for the call, dude. We'll, we'll no talk problem, again. Man. Have a good one. Yep, you too. Mike, you're next here on The Fan. What's going on, Mike? Uh, this, is shape, this is shaping up to be an awesome season, championship season. They're going to the World Series. Everybody's starting to improve. Um, it's, it's awesome. They're, they're what, uh, eight games over 500 or 16 yeah. and eight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the pitching, it's, um, uh, it, it's great. And Julius came back. I, I'm pretty much of a cheerleader, so I'm going to apologize for being a little pumped tonight. Uh, I wanted to get in, tell you, baseball's here. Spring is here, and... Uh, Tim Allen's on the radio. <laughs> I'm with you, Mike. I'm, I'm a cheerleader, too, man. All right, thanks for the call. A couple of news and notes here. Roger, we'll get to you in a second. You'll get the last word. 
News and notes here. Well, the the news isn't good for the Milwaukee Bucks. They fall 109-86. What the hell happened? I didn't really follow that game. I was really wrapped uh, into the Brewers, obvious for obvious reasons. But what, Tim? What happened? I mean, it uh, looks like Giannis got his points. Yeah, he did. Points. He did. It's just Boston clamped down tonight, and and they just played a good game, and and the Bucks didn't start out well, so. Yeah, I did check the score when it was like fifteen to three exactly. to start. No, no shots were being made by the box. Uh oh, yeah. that's what I said. Uh oh, <laughs> they're going to have to put things together. Okay, a couple of more news and and notes. A lot of conversations about the Brewers' offense. Brewers' offense has uh, they uh, collected. Now this is collective for the offense. They've swung at twenty eight point four percent of pitches out of the strike zone. That ranks them fourth best in baseball. They've seen the seventh most pitches of any team in baseball. There's only three Brewer players that have a chase rate higher than the league average, Omar, Taylor, and Rowdy Telez. Best on the team is uh, Caratini. Chase rate is only 12% out of the zone. So I'm, I'm liking those numbers. Eric Lauer numbers, strikeout rate this year is 36.6%, fourth best mark in baseball. That includes better than Corbin Burns at 34.1%. Leads all qualified starters with a 44% whiff rate on his four-seamer. That's the, uh, that's the second best total whiffs on four-seamers. So there are some trends and indicators here, guys. Just thought I'd throw those tidbits in uh, on news and notes here. Roger, you're next. You're on the fan. What's going on, Roger? Yeah, I just want to say you guys were right on in terms of that rough. You know, it filters. It brings the outside in and filters out all the crap. And, you know, baseball can't afford people struggling and enduring the baseball. I saw a lot of kids out there. You know, it's just like a summer day. I love going on these days. Um, I, I, the reason I called, though, is on the Yellich bunt. You know it was palpable. It, it, it resonated. There were people who turned around and asked, why did he bunt? <laughs> and, and I thought it was rather an obvious question for, for me, too. Uh, I'm not exactly sure, but I'm sure we'll be talking about it, as you suggest, going forward, Tim. It'll be a little tidbit here or there to add to the conversation. Yeah, Roger, thanks a lot. We'll talk soon. I, uh, I, I Again, it was palpable for me, too. Like, wait a second. You just saw a three-run bomb by Willie Adamas. But you know what? It's perspective on this. We could look at that as a good thing. Some would. Some would look at it as, what are you doing? So let's let's just put that on the back burner for right now. It's the second time in a week he's uh, he's he's laid one down, and I think to a degree that does send a team player message to the rest of that roster. I think it does. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna uh, you know pull something super positive out of that. I think it does send that message. Think about you sitting on that bench and you see Christian Yelich, two-time batting champion, MVP, and he's willing to lay something down like that. I mean, what would you think as as his teammate? 
I guess, on the other hand, some would say, what the hell are you doing, dude? Hit the ball out of here. Let's stack on one more on one swing. Let's go back to back here. So I guess, yeah. All right, so we'll we'll talk about that uh, coming up soon. All right, tomorrow it's a 6.40 start time again. Uh, after the last pitch, you make the switch right here. Gene Wagner Plumbing Postgame Show presented by Jim Dandies on South 27th Street. And uh, pitching matchups as the uh, starter today, Woody, hands the baton to... Freddie Peralta, 0-1 with a 5.00 ERA. But if you remember, his last start went six scoreless innings against Pittsburgh. So It was really good. And uh, going up for the Cincinnati Reds, like most of the Reds pitchers, winless, Victor... Sorry, Vladimir Gutierrez. He is 0-4 with a 7-4-1 ERA. Well, you saw what Stroman did the other day. Yeah. He came in with a ballooned up 6-plus ERA. You got to win. Uh, you got to win. Uh, you got to uh, win uh, these two games. It's, and it's about <clears throat> it's about the starting pitcher. It, it it really is. But I think the Brewers' offense, again, if you're following along, little blip on the radar the other day against Stroman, fine. Those those days are going to have. I don't care how good your offense is. <clears throat> it's, it's absolutely going to happen. Mm-hmm. But if you look at all the games around it, we're seeing really good signs for this offense. We really are. And that is nothing but good news to attach it to the starting rotation. And just a all quick right. note, real quick before mm-hmm. you go. Uh, the Brewers have a two-and-a-half game lead over the Cardinals. And then it's Pirates 6, uh, Chicago Cubs 6-and-a-half, and, and the Cincinnati Reds 12-and-a-half back. Yeah, man, I do feel – I'll feel bad for the uh, Cincinnati Reds on Thursday night. How does that sound? That's fine. Right now, I don't, I don't feel bad hey, for Hey, that used to be us 20. back in the 90s, so – Come on. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we were out of it yeah. by April. Yeah, absolutely. Relevant baseball was the goal back then. And now it's, you know, uh, if you if you don't make the World Series or at least a deep run or win the World Series, some would say it's failure at this point. Some would. And we'll have that conversation. I can promise you. Soon. We will have that conversation. Soon. A number of times this year. Mm-hmm. And we, we definitely will. Okay, for Tim Shea, my name is Tim Allen. You guys have a great night and enjoy the victory. We'll be back at you tomorrow, as always, after the last pitch as you make the switch. 12.50 a.m. The Fan and Smile Milwaukee. The world will smile back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.